Uh, I'm here at the ArcFest, and with me today is a special guest. How about you introduce yourself? Hi, uh, my name is Amos. I'm uh, head of creation at VM People, based in Berlin, and uh, I'm, I was quite happy to be part of uh, this year's ArcFest. I had really loads of fun, and I was more than thrilled by, by hearing so much controversy, so much discussion about the future of, of ARCs and uh, all the things to come about ARCs. Cool. And what, what ARCs did you guys uh, present on uh, at the conference? We, we were presenting like a kind of a special case, first because uh, it was a German ARC, yeah. and second because it was an ARC not just for players, because uh, it was, was like a crew. We were like introducing a new tool for recruiting high potentials for companies like Boston Consulting. In this case, it was a company called Roland Berger, which is the biggest consulting company in, in Europe. Okay, so basically, a consulting company made an arc to recruit high-quality candidates from exactly. college or something. Exactly. So that, uh, the aim was to uh, not just to, to meet people uh, in, in, in one certain event. For example, in Germany, they do invite them for uh, uh, you don't know skiing in, in, yeah. in the mountains or something like that and, and as I told in, in, in our speech it was like it's like companies behave like like us to, to, to meet new people and, and what we told them was that like if you really want clever people do, do something clever for them so like doing an art was in our opinion the right idea to Was this arc then geared towards recruiting technical graduates, or was it towards business graduates, or what? Uh, all kinds of uh, graduates. So the, the main thing for, for a company like that is, is having people who are really, uh, of course, best graders, yeah. uh, who, who took the right decisions to, to be on the right university. Sure. But on the other side, they need more like creative entrepreneurs. Sure. And this is not the kind of people we normally acquire if you uh, if you invite people, uh, students to an uh, experience uh, to sure. for skiing or something like that. Yes. And so, how was the art designed so that you could actually recruit and get uh, very smart people? Was it a list of puzzles or something else? Uh, it's, it's not about puzzles. It's about about the basic idea. The basic idea has to work in both directions. Of course, if this is a paid thing, it's, it's a commercial art. So it has in, in the first space. It has to do something with the company. So if you are a consultant, you you are not uh, like at, at, at one space for for like a living. So you spend two days at one company. So back to your plane and then you have three weeks in London, you have four weeks in, in Amsterdam yeah. and so on. So this is not like being, uh, this is not a normal employment position. So we presented them the idea of, of behaving like pirates and this is something that suits them very well. And on the other side, if you are like a student, if you are a little bit younger, pirates are cool of course. Yeah. <laughs> so, the <laughs> um, so, so the pirate game, how is it exactly designed then? So basically, a uh, player would become a pirate and then they have to travel around and find things or find treasure or how does that work? Well, of, of course, it's, it's like it's quest based. Sure. So uh, what we did, we, we like invented two societies, two ancient societies who would like fight against each other for 150, since 150 years. So the players should decide on which side they really wanted to be on. As, as Steve Jobs said, it's better to be a pirate than to join the Navy. They, they should really think about it if, 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 that's, if it's proper for them to be a pirate. Then, of course, the, the quests they had to solve were extremely based on, on their skills. So it's, it's a lot of uh, economic things. 
as collaborative or was it more of a single player experience for all these quests? No, we just separated them by, um, by university. So any, so if, if you were in, in a certain university in Munich, you, you were uh, like uh, being part of, of one certain, we, we called them uh, phalanx. Yeah. And uh, the guys in, in, in Berlin were part of the green phalanx okay. and so on and so on. So they were competing from, uh, against universities were competing against each other. And did you guys then have leaderboards or any of these online things so people could see how they're competing? Well, there, there was like a, like a hidden forum, like, like a backdoor at the website of, of, a, of a, um, like a washing company, sure. a chemical cleaning company. So you had, you had a login and, and when you put in your numbers, you, you entered this, the secret uh, hidden agenda. So that you, you were uh, greeted by uh, certain like people like puppet masters, but we called them navigator. So they handed over the quests. And they handed over part of the information and part of, of the action that has to be has to be done. And what were some of the surprises you encountered when you were designing the ARG? And what were some of the surprises you encountered as you were as the ARG was playing? Well, the biggest surprises being uh, being called by a company like uh, um, like uh, Roland Berger, because you know consulting companies are control freaks. Yeah, they're really. The whole thing about the job is about being in control. Yeah. So they had to give away a lot of control. That, that, that was one thing. The other thing is, of course, like any customer, they, they were thinking uh, that those are high potentials, heavily learning students. They, they won't have time to play, which is, of course, bullshit. Yeah. Every living person spends like 40% of his daytime uh, not with heavy learning. So, yeah, exactly. you know, Did the ARG last? Three and a half weeks, as far as I remember. So, at the heavy phase. So, we had like two weeks for preparation, also for preparation to, to contact the right person, best readers, and so on. And if any of the listeners, can they can they play the ARG now, or is it already over? Are there any archives or anything? So this this uh, ignition phase is, is already over, but we are like uh, planning the, the next ARG, which be a recruitment arg or is this a totally different arg no this is just like a proper recruitment tool so people will know that this is another, another branch of, of Roland Berger yes. and so in terms of other games you guys or your studio is going to work on what what other games are you looking at uh, I'm at the moment really thinking about what what's, what an arc really is or what what can what can be done out of it in terms of developing a marketing tool. So at the moment I'm, I'm more or less looking at what technology you can, has, has to bring new new ideas and technology speaking of. Uh, of course the, the basis is uh, narrative solid storytelling, interactive storytelling. 
on the other side, new technologies like uh, radio frequency ID, like QR codes, like augmented reality, like how to bring it all together. On the other side, it, it just could be some kind of cardboard game, but I'm, I'm not really sure. It just depends on, of course, on your target group, on the people you really want to involve. Just and on the other side, of course, it depends on who is uh, the company we will do that for. And where do you see ARGs going and what do you think is going to have to change for it to become mainstream? Or, you know, as, as big as online games or flash games? I'm not sure that, that if there's a chance for, for the genre of, of ARG to become, to become mainstream. I think a part of it will become mainstream and uh, there will always be hardcore gamers, but you, I, I, I'm not sure if you can, like, uh, triple or tenfold the times of, of hardcore gamers. The thing about ARCs is they just heavily depend on those hardcore games. This 1% is totally immersed in the game. I think the, the number of totally immersed people will never outnumber, uh, outrange something like 1,000 people. And, uh, well, do you think there can be casual ARGs, you know, just as there are now casual games that are, you know, yeah. opening it up to people who would never ever play a game before, but it's so casual that they'll play stuff like Bejeweled, so... Could there be a casual ARG, like a farm ARG? <laughs> I, I think it just won't be an ARG anymore, you know. <laughs> um, cool. Any suggestions then for other independent game developers who want to make their own ARG or want to get into ARGs? Uh, I think just take the chance to, to team up and meet up, get into, get into dialogue and to touch with, with, with the players. With the, with the guys who already made it, who already played the right games, and just go for it. <laughs> Thank you very much.